0: hello hello to uh, Nora Mm -hmm. Jaja. Let's hope that on this second try to recording this it's going to work fine. Yeah. (laughs) So um, Nora is a Helsinki-based artist and we have this unique visit today in the island of Haraka Mm -hmm. where your studio is situated. So yeah, thanks for having me. No, great to have you here and great to get to know you. Yeah, uh, I... I have to say, I didn't know you before that, but I saw your recent exhibition in Hippolyte. So I was like, oh, it would be interesting to talk with you.
1: That's cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: What did you think of the show? Uh, I mean, Hippolyte's studio is pretty small space, yeah, generally. Yeah. And I came to the opening when it was pretty crowded. Yeah. But uh, it, was, it was interesting, I, I, to me at least, personally, uh, this combination of the photography and some paint. Yeah. It's not something everybody does
1: yeah yeah yeah.
0: but we're gonna talk about that I guess we can talk about (laughs) it yeah
1: it's always interesting you know like because you have like you do shows and then you know like uh, you hear something about it or you don't hear something about it and then it's just like uh, I think there's I think you should it would be nice to kind of like talk more about the shows you Mm. you know like in general not just you or me or like the shows but like I think often I've had shows that you have to kind of like so what did you think about (laughs) and then I feel like oh my god what am I crazy lady just pressuring people to give me feedback and that's kind of but I think it's just like maybe it's temper or like how people are used to just not say something or say a little bit or I don't know or maybe just friends are complimenting each other I don't know
0: I guess it depends really yeah
1: yeah yeah it does.
0: I did like very much how aesthetically it looked, yeah, yeah so yeah, but um maybe for somebody who would not know your work, what do you do usually um,
1: I come from like photography i well actually before photography i I always dreamt of working in films, so now I kind of work a lot with videos and um I also have like rhythmic gymnastics background so it was like when I was a child it was my whole life you know I was training a lot and um, and I think you know like just like uh, movement is a huge primary element you know like an image or a video they have to have a certain rhythm or they have to work that's the door for me it's not It's changing though, but it wasn't originally that much about concepts or ideas, but it was more kind of like the sort of like how I got it like visually or aesthetically. Now, thank god it is changing. But like uh, originally it was kind of, I think it was like a physical rhythm that kind of was my first starting, what I needed to explore. And then the concepts or the ideas and uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, and, and it's, I, yesterday, I think I came upon this, you know, there are those quotes that circulate in the online, uh, some quote that don't create and analyze in the same time, because those are different processes.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've and I was had, like, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've had to learn, like, really, like, a learned, because, I mean, like, it's, it's impossible to... Uh, Some people, some artists do work like that, that they have like an idea, Mm. super clear, and then they start to kind of like realize that idea or concept. But I'm not like that. There's just like a strong feeling or desperation or excitement of something that I'm not even aware of necessarily, just like a hint of something. And I think it might be physical or rhythmical, Mm. rhythmic or anything. And then, you know, you just start exploring that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess it depends. But yeah. also, for me, it has been that way, so that was just a huge, like, yes, exactly what I think. <laughs> yeah, and then later you need to kind of, like
1: <laughs> realize yeah. what you've done. Wrap
0: your head around it, and, yeah. okay, that was the thing. It
1: has to open up to others as well, somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your English is, is so great. I don't know if it's so. I, I lived there for many, many years, 10 years in the UK, so, and I studied there. You studied photography, you? Yeah. yeah. BA Photography, MA Photography. And then worked in between. Also worked as a camera assistant there mm. in films.
0: Yeah.
1: I feel like I uh, just randomly
0: uh, talk with people who have a background in photography, especially lately. Like Many of my guests have this background. But it's completely random, I think.
1: M- maybe, it's <laughs> <Or> maybe it's, <laughs> maybe it's not. Maybe it's Completely random. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but you do photography as well? I have studied also photography not in the BA but like I have an MA but yeah interesting yeah yeah maybe there's something
1: to the to the aesthetics afterwards that is that's
0: attractive to me for, to work with people like that I don't know.
1: but it's kind of interesting for example like I the the little show you saw I had like big prints and uh, and I had like um, they were all photographs images with like one one layer but before I, of the same kind of material, I used to work, so I had like spray painted on top of the photograph and I kind of left the spray paint, so it in a way had like two layers. But it didn't work that well, because it had to be kind of like more embedded or included in the photo, the retouching, because I first thought like, yeah, it, you should kind of leave it like uh, more kind of unique, but no, it worked better as a photograph, because I mean, it just, and then it made more sense that it was just like one surface rather than do, two or how many ever, because then you didn't think about the material, but you mm. more thought about the whole image and space. You would have started to kind of focus on the kind of like uh, surface too much if it would have been
0: mm.
1: actually so, physically on top of it. But how do you do it? Like is it uh, you first print it and then
0: add spray and then take a photo of that yeah, photo? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay.
1: And I did, like, and I left the kind of final photo, like, aside, like, for a bit, but it worked better. It, it, it had to be one,
0: mm.
1: one surface. Yeah. Hmm. But thinking about photography, I don't know there was something about it. Because I think there's always this sort of, like, you know, like, uh, what does it mean or what does it not mean? But, like, material, material is such an important, massive thing when you observe an image.
0: Yeah, you have to decide, actually, which... It's is a,
1: more important to it's you. It's another story. Yeah, it's a completely mm. other type of communication. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I tried both ways. <laughs> but you didn't, I didn't know, I wasn't sure.
0: Well, that's the thing, you have to test things out <laughs> to see how it goes. Yeah. You can't know in advance.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, the show was about your uh, gymnastics practice yeah, in a way. It was. Yeah, it was. connected yeah. to that. Yeah,
1: I, I, I found like, uh, for some reason, I, for a few years ago, few few years back I kind of like uh, found the old VHS materials from the competition I was like oh my god you know like this sort of young child and in any case I've been thinking about like sports and uh, I think lots of people can think about sports and different things but like there's also this element about top athletes sports that it can be very harmful and destructive and you know if you're a child and you know this competing and overachieving and, you know, like just pushing, 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 pushing. And then you're like, for what? Mm. Exactly. Like, what's the what's the point winning a competition? It sounds like a silly thing to say, but just kind of like really questioning the whole uh, idea of sports, you know, like I thought like uh, even wars, you know, like it's just like conquering and winning and all, all sorts of like yeah, just like pushing and, you know, more and more and more and more. Just that like huge logic behind it all it's just somehow started to disgust me massively hmm. well yeah it is about power and just ruling over something else yeah else. yeah and then hunger for more and you know like no i have this medal now i need to get that medal, and it's just like you just get sucked into this like weird bubble of like achieving and winning and more and more and more and more and it's like it's totally like uh it's crazy actually in a way when you think about it like of course you have other elements yeah yeah around sports as well but this is also one important massive element
0: and i've always thought about about the sports and that when you get to a certain age you can't do it anymore because yeah you physically either cannot or you know they cross you out as a too old yeah and then what do you do you get a massive uh,
1: mental breakdown or something Many people do because i mean it's it's a difficult kind of like a difficult thing to be such a kind of like such in a Strict slavery mode even to do because you need to practice so much and you need to have full focus on like kind of one thing I think it's very rare when people are kind of open and have like different, you know, focuses There are of course, you know, it's not like one truth. I'm talking here but generally you need to be massively focused on one thing Yeah, until until
0: what age did you practice?
1: I was quite old when I started because I saw it on a telly and uh, I had to, cause I, I'm, I don't come from a sports family at all. So I had to actually like uh, really push my mom to like take me there, you know, like, and she was like, please read books. I'd rather you to read books. So I don't come <laughs> from the sort of like, sort of like sporty family where we all went <laughs> like, yeah. together at all. Uh, was I like something like eight? quite old. The old age of eight. (laughs) No, no, but yeah, but like I (laughs) think for this Yeah, for this kind of and it's like aesthetic sport and you need to be young and you need to be like so it's kind of like I think it's I think it's a bit more healthy when you're older because I mean many sports you can actually start at fourteen, I think. Mm. Twelve. And still, you know, like, you, you are, like, older. But, yeah. And then, you know, it was funny. I started to work on the material. I was like, oh, there's in, something interesting there. Because, I mean, like, sports and contemporary arts. I don't know how exciting that combination is at the moment. But you can't think like that. You can't just, like, follow the trends in a way, like, thematically. But, you know, the ideas of, you know, like, owning your ownership of your body and mind and you know like uh, what you what you were forced to do and what it demanded like the kind of sports you know that all kind of like uh, that all somehow triggered me and I didn't realize how I don't know if traumatic is slightly too heavy word I don't don't know but I kind of like forgotten and I was like shit you know like oh sorry but like (laughs) it's fine it's fine but I think, you know, like uh, they managed, like in, in the gymnastics, they really managed to kind of put you down mentally. Like you had to fit in, you, your mind and your body had to fit in this tiny box perfectly, otherwise you were out. Ooh. So it was this constant kind of struggle and conversation, like whether you fit it in or not. And then that sort of logic of like some fitting in, like stayed, even though, you know, that the actual sports left behind, but it was, it was very strong, the whole kind of mental side of it as well and physical mm. and I think people are also different but I know so many people who have suffered massively because of the un- unhealthy uh, methods from the tra- trainers and uh, and then when I started working with them material a year later or two years later my old trainer you know got like she was accused and it was a massive thing in the media in in Finland and uh, it was a really big thing and and when I saw her name I was like I screamed and I was like no she's still there and you know it hasn't changed at all and then we wrote we old gymnasts we wrote like an open letter we were, what, were we 20 or something and we sent it all over and it went to the press and you know like just to support the younger ones who who were like demanding change so the time was not right back then and then i kind of got more it was very kind of like uh healing in a way the whole experience mm. of getting us all together and uh and then i made this my it's like the last show i did that you saw about this material and i i thought that whether to keep on going but like now i'm <laughs> i'm done but i thought it was kind of like a the contrast you know this young 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 kind of like really trying hard child like to do her best and you know that i wanted to make it psychological Mm. somehow the work somehow that you could like i didn't want to show any fancy jumps or you know like but i really tried to get into the yeah, psychological side. I don't know if I succeeded or not, but I, that's, that was my intention.
0: Yeah, I think it, also in Bulgaria some years ago there was this case of this gymnast that tried to commit a suicide. Yeah. She jumped out of, of a balcony. Yeah, yeah. She survived, thank God, but... It's she, not Finland, it's, it's
1: not... Surely a lot of
0: Bulgaria. It's
1: Italy, massive cases as well, in the States. I wonder when this
0: is gonna be cleared out of society and People we, are going to realize that, uh, why why do we have
1: to do this? The change seems so slow, but it must happen somehow. I there hope. are too many kind of like uh, destroyed minds and bodies mm, yeah. out of this kind of system coming out. Well, thankful, like,
0: thankfully you look healthy enough. And, yes, uh, like
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I kind of got away with it like before that, yeah. Uh, there were I know worst cases in here here, but like and still you know like uh, yeah how old were you when you stopped doing it? was I 16? 16? 16? so in a way I should have like uh, so I I quit before the kind of like uh, success that lots of people had just before Mm. and I'm one of the most decisions I'm still the most proud of is that I somehow quit gymnastics it's kind of funny when you think of your own life, like what are the kind of like proud moments <laughs> when you know that it was really hard. That was ambitious too, but you knew that you had to save yourself or get the medals. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of saved myself and I'm really proud of that one of you. It's kind of funny to think about it like that.
0: Well, that's a healthy way to think about it, honestly, because, you know... Yeah. When you get the medals, probably it hooks you up even more because yeah. you want to get more medals. But I still wanted to have
1: them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I did. <laughs> to be safe. Yeah, tough, yeah, yeah.
0: I guess of course everybody wants, likes to win.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 oh God. Well, now you can win with the art. So. Yeah. Uh, what are you working on at the moment?
1: Um, Speaking about the art. Well, I have this like, I have this bigger project. It's the working title is called um, Clown Emergencies and um, um, it's kind of like I think the base feeling is this sort of like collective emergency The sort of like uh, what can you do as an individual you know like uh, it's it's a difficult question isn't it like what sort of actions matter or like who's laughing at who and who's being ridiculed and who's being humiliated and who's not and you know that this is just like such a kind of like um by collective emergencies you mean some events that affect like a a whole group of
0: people or just one person in the group or
1: how does it no it's like a clown emergencies is the working title but i mean like collective kind of like. Well, I think there's there's a lot of um, climate change, climate emergency, Mm. wars, Mm. different parts of the world, man-made, and these are like kind of man-made disasters. And like I don't know if even know if tragedy is the right word because it's man-made. Obviously, it's tragedy, but like destruction and horror Mm. so like how to tap into that how to deal with that you know like as an as an individual as an artist i shot like these two videos last summer i've kind of explored the idea of a clown i think loads of artists have i think it's probably one of the one one of the archetype there already (laughs) i think so and you know like uh, but like i'm (laughs) <laughs> also it includes shame and it includes you know like who's laughing at who and like it's what caused and you know is it like entertainment or are you just being kind of project, projected, like uh, some sort of like other people's like uh, arrogance or kind of like it's it's again a psychological I think my work I think I really try to like think about the psychology behind you know like what moves scenes what moves people like what's what are the kind of like uh, forces or movements that like why we do what we do so there's for example this video of me just with the clown nose but otherwise just normal and uh, on a rowing boat just on, but without the earth you know so you can't really go anywhere and then there's this is soundtrack of this person, man, just laughing, but then in the middle of the video, the laughing just kind of stops, and the image is the same, you know, it's just like that same image, and then, you know, the laughter just kind of stops, and suddenly, you know, it's just silence. And uh, I'm still thinking of, like, what does it communicate, and how does it work, and I somehow, I think it's, I find the video, it's like a starting point of this new project. And then I'm drawing, you know, like in a, under the same theme, I'm drawing like these sort of faces, like thousand faces on with charcoal. So I kind of quickly, in a way, taking the logic and uh, context from photography, you know, click, 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 but you know, just kind of like these sort of like gestures, like faces, expressions, almost like writing. It was a big thing to me when I started to think about drawing as writing. I was like, oh, great. You know, coming from this gymnastics that's actually a very kind of strict and you strict rules and you know like lots of training and you know so it was impossible for me to even think of drawing because I don't have that classic training in drawing Mm. (laughs) I had to get past that yeah and kids don't have that training either but they do it all the time (laughs) exactly so I was like why not just like go just there be a kid and see what happens yeah now I have like 350 drawings and uh, I still have like loads more and I'm it's getting... 50 to go exactly and it's really enjoyable and it's also slowing down and it's also like not being on on digital kind of uh, platforms and you know it's it's I how much I needed you know just paper and hand and paper and you know that's really primal simple thing like writing
0: mm-hmm
1: yeah just handwriting we should all handwrite and draw more I think we need that I, I, I agree I agree <laughs> Even though you don't have a clue how to do that, we still need that, and it's not so
0: long of a process to learn how to do it if you want to do it like, exactly. And according what, to the and what does it
1: mean the skill about it? We all know how to do it, don't we?
0: I guess, yeah. If
1: In some sense, okay. Some let's let's. Say, some people are better writers and draw. Let's not like go <laughs> to definitely.
0: I mean, uh, my my drawing teacher when I was taking drawing lessons before my BA, he was saying that everybody can learn to draw. And he was this academic drawing type of teacher, yeah, because that's what I was studying. And he said that he had one student who was a, a mathematician engineer, maybe something of that sort, and that guy was thinking that he could never, but then but he might be the best
1: drawer ever. because uh, Yeah, then
0: then he somehow went through it, like from mathematics and calculations point of view, and, and he, he managed to do it.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Which I'm not saying that that's the only way to do it, and that that's a very particular case, but yeah, yeah, anybody could learn to do it yeah. maybe just for some people it takes less time,
1: yeah, I don't know, of course, some people are more talented in something than other, but it's but if you pass that and then you' can just like uh, and then i'm I'm gonna treat the material I have the drawings as a material, and then I'm just gonna see where the material the drawings will take me, yeah yeah. So, you know, like, uh, I'm kind of, I really want to be open to what comes to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then that's the way to go, I guess, you know, because if you, it can be very uh, freezing if you just put yourself in, in, in this box of idea of what you have to do and, and then.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like, it's at some point you're just killing. Yeah? yeah. And it's like, um, and why would you do that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there might be many, many reasons, obviously, but yeah, it's. I think it's kind of important to um, yeah. at least acknowledge it. and Trump somehow try to fight back. Mm. Hmm. Yeah.
0: And I know that, it, like, many artists have had different ways to to cope with that and have these like different exercises of how to break. Yeah. Some sort of. A, Established way to do things. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you need to break them.
1: Yeah, and I think it's like kind of like a, somehow a like a struggle. But to to bring you back
0: again <laughs> towards uh, your beginnings as an artist. Yes. Uh, how 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 did you even go from the sports? The, or did, I, I'm assuming that you didn't really think you would become an artist when you were a kid because you were so much into the sport?
1: I, I actually, I always wanted to make films even as a kid. Uh-huh. So I had like, but also like the rhythmic gymnastics, it was very aesthetic. I, I saw it more as a kind of like a art form, not that much as a sport, even though you had that. You, you know where you had both? You mm. had the kind of elements from the circus almost. The entertainment and the aesthetics and the, the performance. Mm. The, the performance was huge. Hugely important. And you got points also, like artistic points. You know, like how well you kind of like... Uh, so it was for the audience in a way. So yeah. it wasn't just, yeah. you know, like... Uh, um, it wasn't only the speed or Yeah, Interesting the length or... It. Yeah. it also had this sort of like uh, sharing experience. I suppose maybe like running is also sharing an experience to the audience, but it had that sort of like aesthetic, you know, like that sort of performative quality as well.
0: Yeah. But then, then you were like kind of, you were the medium or did yeah. you have any input of how things would end up?
1: I chose music. Sometimes I suggested like what music could be and, you know, like the colors of the kind of like outfits and, you know, some. but it was tiny, obviously. But yeah, but I did have some. I tried. <laughs> I tried to have some. <laughs> Not necessarily met very successfully, but I always wanted to work. I was a massive film enthusiast. I watched films always. So that was kind of like my huge passion as a child. You didn't go exactly to film school. Well, I did. I did, like, after, like, uh, high school. I went to Prague. I studied at FAMU like, for uh-huh. one year. Like, it was screenwriting, and photography was minor. And there I found photography. I kind of fell in love with photography, because you had, like, just... You and the camera, and, and you could study the image so brilliantly. But even though then I thought I would make films, but I would just, like... But I didn't somehow want to study film anymore. I don't know why, but just, like, wanted to study Im- an image, so I was thinking like I would just So that was kind of my old school thing Like you need to understand an image really much <laughs> So it was like I was sort of like image driven Even though I did like screenwriting was the main thing But writing was was a challenge To me always But I did write Not very successfully though But like uh, I did yeah write it as well And then I went to do a BA in photography Because I, got, I fell in love with an image And studying mm. so I wasn't the person with the camera on my neck you know when i was growing yeah i was watching films all the time and i think also in films i loved the fact that you know like uh, you you didn't have to know context or concepts or and circus films it was kind of free open for masses much more mm. you know depending obviously on the films and i was i was drawing to art house but you didn't have to like contemporary art, like you need to know more. It's you, not always, but you know, like and and that's lovely as well. But it's a more, it's 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 a different type of. It's a bit more hard work for the audience. It can be, but with like un- art I always try to kind of like make it somehow easy that you wouldn't need to,
0: yeah,
1: understand the concept too much. You don't get entangled into uh, references from. You know, past I really, works. I really try not to. Uh, and um, and then I went to BA Photography, and I did that. And uh, Nottingham Trend University, and that was kind of great, not great. And then I went to work in film as a cam- camera assistant in London. And that was kind of amazing, like kind of my film school. And But then I kind of really wanted to get have my camera back, and then I started to take on photography. But I still wanted to do more like maybe commercial work more maybe kind of like not like contemporary art so contemporary art came fairly late in my life only kind of like 10 years ago a bit over 10 years ago and uh, I did my MA in fashion photography Uh in London but I didn't shoot fashion at all during my MA none and it was there when I realized I had we had a brilliant professor and he came from painting entirely like contemporary but nothing to do with fashion in a way and uh we were just, like, um, thinking of what an image is. And then you could have fashion elements or you could not. But London is a, it's a funny city. They kind of pushed the envelope in that sense, you know. Like, it wasn't, like, a, uh, you could very easily, you know. They just treated like fashion. It was just, like, an art form. It was just, like, uh, you had different. But, like, I realized that i wanted to make in the space and uh, in not a magazine where you kind of like fairly quickly you know explore Mm -hmm. the images or like editorials but like uh, but what interested me in fashion was i think again you know like the physical the rhythmic the kind of like uh, the expression expression that you could but very quickly i realized that i it's i need more time and i want to explore like much kind of maybe deeper, like uh, ideas and themes and concepts as well, and uh, visuals, and to do it in space rather and have more time. Yeah, not like in a kind of magazine, magazine kind of uh, context. So it was actually was it like the second week I started my MA fashion photography. I realized like I was never going to do fashion, but I really liked the professor. And it, and there was no need, so I always kind of wanted them. I I love the MA, but it was not like uh, it was slightly different. What I tried to do, I don't know, slightly different. There also artists came from that course as well.
0: I mean, my BA is in porcelain and glass. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not really doing any porcelain and glass right now. Yeah,
1: yeah. But there's some. It gives reason. you some angle,
0: maybe. Yeah. But you
1: don't have to. But the angle is like a, the angle is kind of same. like. A, It can be, like, also aesthetic or rhythmic, or it Mm -hmm. can be, like, uh, some sort of, like, uh, bodies in fashion. And, you know, like, fashion is huge. The most amazing fashion shows or some sort of collections that I've, like, they are incredible arts, you know, like, this sort of, like, if you... Yeah, yeah. Obviously. And they aim to be. And they aim to be, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And who knows, it would be so funny if I do some fashion still. Because there was actually, like a fashion person said about my show, like I could see this sort of like also in like, I was like, really? <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. But like from my, I have no idea whether she must ship have picked up her. something there. <laughs> I think it's the body and the, the rhythm. Yeah. It's something very primal. It's not like, it's something not, not to do with fashion even, or something to do with everything that you could easily maybe apply mm. to fashion, I think. Fashion takes references from everywhere though. Definitely, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did your family, uh, was, were they happy with
1: your choices about going towards the arts? Or were they like, oh,
0: maybe you can go somewhere else?
1: My mom was okay. My father definitely wanted me to be a doctor first and then I could become an artist. <laughs> He was slightly concerned about my <laughs> financial income <laughs> if I had become an artist, and, and he had a point.
0: <laughs> it's, not, it's not fully unjustified,
1: yes. <laughs> He didn't, I recently thought, like, he did have a point. <laughs> but like, uh, it's really kind of like, uh, if you're drawn to do something, it's, you just go. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because if you don't go, you would always probably regret it later. Yeah, absolutely that's exactly what would happen and your life is short we know we don't know how long we're gonna live here yeah. yeah yeah so we really have to focus on like trying to focus on the now and do the best we can for ourselves and for others definitely do you have some
0: upcoming events in this short future of
1: of life that we have well we are planning i can't talk much about it we're planning a show with a dear artist friend in spring and uh of the drawings and then probably of the video and uh so i would make the concept clear and that will be i think i'm kind of excited about it but i can't tell you more about it but i will send you an invitation when
0: (laughs) Yes, when it do that, and Absolutely. I can pro- I can probably share it, you know, later on. Oh,
1: ah, yeah, yeah,
0: but it would somehow include when you,
1: when it can be talked about. <laughs> yeah, 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 and uh, but it would be about like my drawing, drawings, and uh, and the video, and it's and that project I'm working on. Bigger, it's it's still kind of like I'm just taking first steps mm. on the project, so even to me, it's not crystal clear exactly what, and I'm. It's it's fine. I like it. You know, it's impossible to have a totally crystallized idea. I it would be boring if process. you if you know
0: everything in advance. Yeah, 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 yeah. This discovery,
1: it's, you need it. It's huge, huge thing for me. The discovery yeah. that you don't know where you're going. Yeah, yeah happily yeah. lost.
0: <laughs> you kind of mentioned already a little bit, but like the the themes in your work.
1: Yeah,
0: have we have we missed? some important element of what your work is about
1: i think you know like the themes of my work i think they are they're quite um project based and like i was invited to i was invited to Riga Biennial. like uh was that was supposed to happen in 22 but then the russia attacked so it got mm. postponed And then in the end, it got canceled. It was supposed to be this summer, but the whole biennial was canceled due to some funding, you know, like uh, where the money came from to fund the actual biennial. And probably there were like lots of challenges. So, but like they made a magazine. I don't have the magazine. Why do I not have the magazine either? Maybe you can send me a photo later. Yeah, yeah, I can. I can show it. And um, I have it on my computer. But And then they asked for everybody, like, uh, a statement or reaction or a commentary. It was kind of free format, but you would need to kind of fit it in an A4 to mm. the situation, the war. Yeah. Uh, the attack. Uh And uh, I was thinking like what would I do but like I'm half Lebanese so I grew up you know what like the Lebanese civil war war imagery and the kind of like uh, and what is happening now in the Middle East and uh, it's like the never ending and also different bodies and different tragedies, different wars from different parts of the world were treated differently here. Mm. And uh, so my my reaction was, like, I wanted to have a reaction more, like, in wars in general. So I took, like, from my family, like, I, I wrote a poem, I took, like, sentences. And then I had, like, two images of, like, just children very close up. And, and then the poetry um, of just, like, sentences of related to any war. You know, we come from far and evil exists. And I think it was a... I was just like uh, remembering sentences and putting them together and I think it worked and I really want to make somehow like video work out of it in that it was a, I was exploring time and tragedy and you know like uh, like life without future and still you have to have some weird hope but I don't know how and uh, all this sort of like um, but I think somehow always my themes are universal is a weird word I think it might be a challenging word even because I don't know what exactly does it mean but I mean like I always try to uh talk about like in a way time and you know like uh, I don't the relevance today I hope that it it would be as relevant today as Mm -hmm. in in the future as well like the the underlying the the major themes I'm talking about so they are not it's always a a bit, what is relevant is always like a kind of like I often think about like what the hell is re- being relevant you know mm-hmm. like is it like because I'm often the because I mean like the big big relevant themes they they don't seem to change
0: yeah and I guess you go to towards philosophy when you go towards the big themes because
1: yeah philosophers usually Think yeah. about those <laughs> yeah exactly so like uh, yeah exactly so you know like and then you know like i do my best to kind of like always have have obviously because i think contemporary artists we are reflecting the world and and i think there's some sort of like uh, but there are a million thousand ways to do it you know mm-hmm. like so it's really hard to kind of judge or kind of moralize or say something but i do want to be part of you know like um somehow doing my part in you know like uh, commenting what what where we are and like trying to translate and understand. But there's always a struggle, there's also a struggle you know like and what's the relevance in there like what's the point you know like uh, what's the meaning but I think this is an eternal
0: yeah I guess there's I... definitely
1: meaning but mm, I guess to a big extent it has to have relevance for you
0: because if you think about how somebody else is gonna take it, yeah. different people will take it
1: differently in different,
0: yeah, different ways so
1: this it will never be fully relevant to everybody no and you have to and it's about communication to me it's 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 like a huge about communication and you know like with gymnastics you know like I was like how am I going to communicate with like who is interested in gymnastics but you know this is the challenge whether you're able to because in a way the theme is not that I, whether it's gymnastics is not that interesting to me but it's more interesting you know like the overachieving and you know mm. like and what's the point in just have, trying more and more and more and more and just like and uh, and the unhealthy relationship between a child and an adult and you know like and the ownership of your mind and body in that sense and you know like these are the kind of like themes not gymnastics obviously Yeah, and it's just like a kind of tool the gymnastics and the young body to kind of get the message across Mm -hmm. but you always hope that it works because you you don't really know do you you just like (laughs) throw it out there and hope for the best yeah that's all
0: we can do anyway
1: (laughs) yeah and then just try to kind of make it better i don't know if i made made sense to you completely completely i understand
0: entirely yeah Uh, i think so
1: you always think like whether you what you're saying is like something way too obvious or whether it's
0: but, oh, you know yeah, people
1: I mean, yeah people have different kind of like uh, where, where they draw their inspiration and themes but like i these sort of big big themes i i i'm interested in and a lot of like psychology and you know survival in a way in 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 the body and in the mind like how how we how we move forward
0: yeah and then in in my practice i've always tried to not get stuck into some particular event or something like that. I've always tried to have it very distanced Yeah, in a way, but like a more yeah, I,
1: universal comes to mind as a word yeah. <laughs> to describe it. It's a tricky word in a way, but like we know what it means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because obviously it's not universal for everybody in every context, but like, in a way, like kind of life and death and survival and, you know, emergencies and, you know, like hope and, you know, like uh, even beauty. There are basic, basic points that yeah. apply to yeah. our people, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah. We're one species after all. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have things in common. Yeah. Mm, how do you sustain your practice otherwise? How do you manage to do that?
1: You mean, like, financially? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I get money? <laughs> Where do you get your money? <laughs> bank loan. <laughs> no, uh, no I teach rude. sometimes, and then I also do photography jobs. I do a lot, some theater photography, and then some, yeah, and some grants. So it's, it's a kind of this sort of juggling with different elements. But somehow, miraculously, I have, and then it's sometimes these sort of, like, bank loans, which is always a bad idea, but, like, what can you do? If you do get a loan, even. But <laughs> hey, if but the banks
0: trust you, that's already very much of an achievement, I think.
1: But it's not easy. It's not easy at all. And it goes up and down. And once you have like more photo gigs or more sales, it's not like a constant. It's, it's, it goes up and down.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm asking this question. Usually, I'm trying to find a way to ask it. Because it's a little bit of a mystery, usually, how, how people manage to pull a, a pull off their
1: life. It's in it this,
0: this way and I think they should be talked about more.
1: I, I totally agree and I, I was also teaching at the Academy of Fine Arts BA students and I was really trying to make the point that talk about money and I'm not talk I'm not saying about like kind of like uh, you don't have to share exact amounts. No and stuff, no, but no, just no 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 I'm not like ways in a to personal, make it but work like, but if it's your profession and if it's your kind of like uh, work and then you know you need to survive and you need to get money to do be able to do work so to share and talk I've had like uh somehow I've managed to there are lots of times when I thought like uh, okay now I just need to get any bar job anywhere mm. you know just like do it and then suddenly a grant comes so and but like it it hasn't been easy and I think for maybe some artists who just sell loads constantly it's mm. kind of like uh and then they have grants yeah and there are few artists like that there are a few artists who are always on the grant system, miraculously, somehow. Good for them. Good for them, absolutely. (laughs) And, uh, but most, lots of people are not. And I know, like, really great, like, super accomplished artists, you know, like, art fairs internationally, not from the, not from Helsinki at all. And they completely struggle. And they have, like, reviews in international, like, uh, like, really, like, CVs, like, kind of, like, a huge, su- huge, like, successful artist. Yeah, no money. Yeah, yeah. So, and you know, you. I mean, it's always been a
0: difficult uh, <laughs> way to live. I, I'm not saying that all oh, poor we that were struggling artists, because I don't think ever in history it was like no, really. Yeah, like, all exactly. oh, the artists, they were yeah. they're doing
1: fine. <laughs> and you really have to kind of. I think you really have to come up with some sort of like solutions for yourself that you don't become the sort of bitter. Bitter, mm. passive artist who's just like uh, angry and bitter because, I mean, like you, I, I'm 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 constantly thinking of ways, you know, like now, like what, like what sort of like uh, even like teaching wise and I'm like building, but I, I'm, it's, it's my next project, like how am I going to get my, it's not like, uh, unless you have money from family, because lots of people do that as well. Mm. I'm not in that situation. But like, yeah, it's, uh, it's not easy. It's not easy at all. And I'm, some, I'm often even surprised, like, how did I manage to do it? But it's just some teaching, not too much, though. It should be more photo, photo gigs and uh, some shows, sales and grants. Yeah. And then it's like better times and worse times. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> My answer was a bit boring probably. But like, uh, yeah. No,
0: I mean, it is uh, It is what it
1: is. It is what <laughs> it is. It is entirely the reality. And then just try to keep overheads low.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, thank you for being honest with it. Because... <laughs> I yeah. think, you know, it's. it doesn't... You know, it, there's no monthly salary unless you're on a grant. You are here in, in, in Harakka where
0: there's like one building. Yeah. Okay. There are a couple of these smaller ones, but it's a pretty small island. And, yeah. Uh, uh are you a community
1: of people here I, yeah we okay. have like um but it's a kind of like a lovely free i don't know community yeah, yeah you can say that and then you can but there's no basically it's, it's a i i love the community because it's very open and free and uh there's no pressure mm. so you can yeah. totally like close your door and so, it's not a cult that you gather every morning. No, 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 no. And there are some <laughs> yes, little, few people here who are absolutely lovely and like become very precious and important to me professionally mm. to just like kind of ask advice and you know, like, uh, what should I do now? Please see my work. What am I trying to do?
0: <laughs> yeah. No,
1: no, that's a bit broad. But like uh, the piece here is just incredible. And uh, I think that I, I kind of needed that for some reason. I didn't realize that I needed that, but like I am am a sea sea lover. Can you say that? No. Yes. Yeah. Why not? I absolutely like the ocean and the sea is kind of my my church. So water, uh, water person. Yeah, but not lakes. Ah, uh-huh. the sea. Big water person. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. so it's just like, uh, kind of like, uh, I just feel in a very healthy way, small and humble, and you know, like, uh, I get perspective whenever I'm by the sea. And it's proven that it relaxes the person when they are close proven. to it. And it's proven, and then in your mind, you could kind of travel the world, <laughs> if you're by the sea, in theory, if you would have a bigger boat <laughs> and what we yeah. <have. laughs> Slightly
0: bigger. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, yeah, no, I, I because... F- I can't say I'm a sea person. I, I love to watch the sea, but being in it is a different story.
1: I'm ter- but you came here.
0: I did. Yes. Thankfully, I had the camera to look through because I didn't think about how we can constantly flip and, and <laughs> drown. Oh God! <laughs> uh, no, no. Maybe it's just because I'm not a good swimmer, but uh, this like deep water is terrifying for me.
1: Yeah, but it's it's normal as well. You know, it's I I I think like because i grew up in helsinki i think like water and everybody it's really important that everybody learns to swim it's like bicycling mm. you know like you just if you grow up here you just kind of like learn to swim and you i think you're naturally quite like do you comfortable? have
0: like primary school or something yeah yeah least.
1: yeah we 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 kind of like swim and go to swim schools and you know like it's it's like a it's a kind of like determination to everybody has to know how to swim and you have so many lakes in the countryside that it's just like a. Yeah. It's just one of those skills that are as normal as walking or running or bis- uh, bicycling. You yeah. would also know how to bicycle.
0: I mean that's very good. Yeah, it's it's it makes you
1: more independent and. But I think it's like if but if we would grow up, if, I think it's just like necess out of necessity, you know, because mm. of the amount of lakes and probably, you know, like probably. so it just comes from there.
0: Yeah. Uh, do you come here? throughout the, the year like it's when it's very cold but not so cold that there's the ice on the water, like.
1: No, I have another space in Labin Lahden because if, if, cause it is a challenging also. Uh, if it's a storm, you don't go out rowing, do you? Yeah. <laughs> I Ho- hopefully I would, not. <laughs> I wouldn't have invited you if the weather would have been like yeah, uh, yeah. dramatic. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I had a show last year in march and it was a complete disaster because i couldn't get in here because it was like there was not the ice was not thick enough so you could walk on it mm. you couldn't roll either because if there was some of these like blocks of ice you know here and there so that's how I, I like i have to get a space because i can't i'm going another space so so there's there's this sort of like added layer of difficulty <laughs> yeah and then it's kind of like uh, but like then again like once you're here i know At least I'm like kind of like oh dear, what a what a privilege to be in this surrounding and just like uh, do work and reflect and think and it's it's, very serene, yeah. It's yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of unreal. I feel even even like still I feel kind of unreal.
0: For you maybe it's it's a little easier because I guess a lot of your work is non-material yeah but if
1: you have to have a show somewhere and you have actual physical stuff i how have do you been bring ha- it? like carrying my friend's paintings too because she had a big show at forum box on the boat yeah Wow. Well, absolutely on the boat Wow. Well. and you also get used to it funnily and then you're kind of like measuring pros and cons and then you know like uh, But there are other great studios. But this is very unique. I think this is one of a kind. Yeah, I think so. It's not like a... But I kind of like it because it's so its own bubble and strange and still there's no pressure. Mm. It works for me really well. Your room, you said it's small. I mean, it's 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 not very small. But how big is it? What is small? What is big? Yeah, exactly. Um, Maybe 17 square meters. Yeah, it's not that small it's, it could be smaller but it could be bigger <laughs> but like uh, you wouldn't kind of like shoot here or paint big paintings here you know in the, mm, but you're not. perfect for reading and writing and making your drawings and editing and planning yeah and uh and even
0: teaching in zoom <laughs> i mean in zoom you can even be in like
1: one square meter and exactly teach. So it's not like, uh, it's not too small for me.
0: Yeah. How does teaching in Zoom work? Because I have tried to have a
1: course online, like it was a language course, but it completely did not work for me. <laughs> this, is, this was like Corona times and I was teaching at the Academy of Fine Arts and you, do, you did feel like, hello, anybody there? <laughs> and then, you know, like, uh, you know, the students said you would have their faces on so i don't know what they were doing were they lying or you know yeah that's ma- even worse a I... and then and then you're just like uh, raise your hands if you're there and then you know you have this sort of pointing, you know this emoji of a hand <laughs> coming it's i don't know somehow it worked they, yeah they had to be there because <laughs> it was like a classroom course so, mm. so somehow it did work and somehow, you know, like if it was writing and uh, you had the breakout room, so it wasn't actually that bad You you could do a lot and for some people. It was much easier because if they were not here mm. Yeah, yeah, I guess in some regards it can be
0: what what are you teaching there exactly? I
1: uh, watch Yeah, uh, working life skills course That's so
0: uh, Broad
1: yeah, it's very broad, but it was kind of like uh, I was teaching how to write artist statements and uh how to survive in the contemporary arts and you know like some it was like this compulsory course and you know like uh, it's very good that there is this course yeah 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 when I was you know, studying like, there was nothing even
0: closer no, to that kind of a thing same,
1: same when I was but like
0: uh, yeah what's your favorite part of the studio
1: I think my favorite part of the studio is the fact that I can see Helsinki from another angle mm. so that his perspective even though it sounds a bit simple and silly but doesn't sound silly at all I love it Mm. Uh, and um, and you're not like um, in the center of any anywhere you you feel like you you know you're nowhere you're like and I you could be like uh, I think you have like different like times different periods periods in life and my time here on this island i'm i'm like kind of like uh, getting my relationship back with the sea which i always loved and i challenge my perspective automatically and uh, and then some people here i really enjoy i think it's just that simple and i can like you know talk about my themes that are kind of like i'd like think about like generations and time and you know like somehow maybe universal themes themes that, like, happen in the mind or in the body. And, okay, everybody says that, but I'm going to say it as well. That, like, work in both in in private and public kind of, like, arenas. So, um... Does everybody say that? I don't know, maybe (laughs) just, like, you know, like, the work should, like, work. The work should work in a kind of, like, private and public kind of, like, uh, um... The communication should at least happen mm. both, so it's not just. At least my, you know, like if it only, if it's only about me, 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 it's not particularly interesting, is it? Like you always wish that you know, like it spreads mm. that it connects, that there's, yeah. there's like some sort of like public relevance. I feel somehow more confident here. How long have you been here? Three years. Three years. It's quite enough time, yeah, to get used to it. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. And I'm always surprised. Of the beauty. And I'm, every time I'm surprised. Of how. what a, Somehow you know. Time slows down. Not that I feel like time. I mean the, the perception of time. Changes here. It's probably to, to do with the fact. That it's an island. Because that's what happens in an island. Wherever you are I think. But like. yeah, uh, um, It's just like. Uh, I feel really privileged to be here. To be able to be here.
0: How many, do you know how many artists are uh, having I to I think 30. 30? That's quite a lot. Yeah.
1: I, I would assume that it's less, but it's, 30 is a good amount. Yeah. I yeah. have 30 artist rooms and uh, I think it's 30. Yeah. We can double check, but it's around that. Hmm. And there are different sizes rooms and, and different types of artists. Some people have been here longer, some are new. So it's kind of changing and evolving. But you can be like um I think it's surprisingly dynamic, because no, you might so think that like it's a... like a kind of like this sort of like ghost house <laughs> <laughs> like on an island, you know, slightly even like claustrophobic, if you would you know like mm-hmm. how like there's a weird community <laughs> like people are like knocking on the door actually, it's quite dynamic, and people work ambitiously and and they they have they're very independent and you know like uh, so there's. Yeah, but there's always a chance that there would be somebody around, if there's thirty people. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And then people like you know, winter time because I mean the ferry is not running, so mm, there are yeah. less people here. Summertime is much more kind of vibrant and crowded. Yeah, you really have to earn your. Uh, how how should I say that?
0: Because you ha- now we came with the boat. You have to row. You have to physically.
1: You have to like a little bit of that sort of life, but i don't i'm I'm not the sort of like mad survival person like I'm just gonna do whatever it takes to get to the island like if it's storm, if it's like waves, if it's like rain I, I just leave it,
0: yeah, yeah, so so it's not
1: and it's fine,
0: yeah, and you you mentioned you have
1: these other spaces well, exactly so it's good to have a backup plan exactly, I kind of realized that I really needed needed to where do you store your art
0: well or do you have a lot of art that
1: you know, needs storage no I don't that much because I mean like uh, luckily if I've done some photo works they're not with me anymore I have some like uh, some prints that I've been showing but like uh, there's a lot of like uh, uh, digital stuff
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. so hard what is it called Dry. Hard dry, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'm kind of like... A,
0: yeah, yeah. It, it must be exhausting. Okay, we're gonna end this soon. Don't worry.
1: No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah.
0: But when you do have a physical
1: piece of work. If I do have a physical... Yeah, well then... Uh, I have the stuff in the other studio because, I mean, like, it's easier. You don't have to bolt it to the island. I have some, some older works there, some older prints but this like from long time ago. And then I have some, uh, yeah, but mainly in the other studio. Mm, yeah. But I don't have like a lot of objects. So if I have like, for example, photography for like prints, um, a lot of it I've just actually sold. And you know, I don't produce like constantly all the, all the time and then if it's mm. video work, it's kind of like, a, yeah.
0: Video work you can produce all the time. It doesn't affect too much.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But if it would be like kind of just like paintings or sculptures, it would be another case.
0: Mm. Do you involve your friends and family into your work somehow? Probably somehow.
1: My partner is an actor. So he, I might ask his advice or kind of like ideas. But it might work or it might not work. But yes, I, I actually worked with him a lot. There was a whole series called Struggle that I worked with him, and he was he was the main character. But now I changed my mind. Like, do I work? Actually, yeah, massively. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> no, no, no. But he has he has his own work, really, like strongly as well, theater work and film and, and TV work. So that's why. But like, yeah. But it's kind of like, um, it wasn't the ideal that we work together, but like, what uh, just happened, we did our first video, and then we thought it was a good idea, and then we did an- another one, and then it just, it was actually quite organically. We did also try to write something together, but it ended up super quickly, in some sort of like argument, and you know, slapping doors, and it was like, I mean, yeah, okay. working with your partner is uh, yeah, so fine line. So it's not like every day at all, it's just like particular projects. Yeah. But I do kind of rely on you know like friends and family. I do have really great friends and family who I rely on quite a lot, you know, like and they and now, when I think about it, like I think they have quite a many different skills, so I also like, yeah, actually like, I always have somebody to call, <laughs> like, whatever the kind of like uh, situation might be, so in that sense, I feel quite lucky, but it's also coming from here, so you know people just you know, like one of my best friends is from kindergarten. Um, we had a strong kind of like group of people in the area where we grew up. Which area did you grow up? In Kulosari. Kulosari. That's in it's the east. It's next to Kalasatama.
0: Yeah. Ah,
1: oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kalasatama. I've never
0: spent too much time in that area. It's an interesting area. Unless somehow. you're from
1: there or you have friend or you I have. I feel like
0: there's just houses and, yeah. and, and
1: like yeah, it's nature. Very, yeah, yeah. It's not like the kind of like... A, there's a very good Chinese restaurant. And apparently, I, I'm not sure if it's true, but like, there's a Chinese embassy there, so they're kind of like...
0: Maybe it's connected. <laughs> Maybe em- it's connected.
1: Yeah, so it's very good.
0: <laughs> That's a good tip, you know, for this kind of a more extraordinary... Yeah. Uh, you know, you want to go somewhere, you wouldn't go. And there's, you know, basis. like,
1: there's Korkeasaari. Yeah, the zoo. But I don't like to go to the zoo. I, I, I feel so bad for them. And there's but like still, and then there's this mostly kama this little beach, so, yeah. Because yeah. of Kalasatama, it's changed a lot, but like it was quite a, like a idyllic island. It is an island.
0: There's something there. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Maybe yeah. that's why you enjoy being on an island so much, because... Yeah. Yeah. Although maybe. that island is very connected to the mainland. Very connected, more than here. <laughs> much, much, yeah. Let's get back to here and now. Here. <laughs> Um, Do you have some specific, I usually say routines, uh, some actions, something that you do when you come to work so that you get into the process?
1: Um, I try to, often I do. Lately I haven't, but I should start again. Meditate 15 minutes. Just, you know, like uh, reset my brain. Hmm. And then I might write, you know, like whatever. I like lists. Hmm. I make lists of what I need to do. And um, that simplifies life for sure. Yeah, and and somehow, you know, like, and then I have like different like sort of plans. And, you know, like um, I try not to feel guilty if I haven't done everything I was supposed to. And then I often find myself, you know, like I'm kind of like just like, hanging and doing and something in the last hour so much might happen. Mm. So I really need to kind of like uh, remind myself that it's kind of normal just not to constantly achieve something. Yeah, That you need space for you know that like free association you know like the ideas coming you know like being in that flow. But I think the best I aim for the flow. Mm. You know when you just do stuff and you just kind of trust the process and you know like that's how that's my kind of happy moments I mean like that's how but sometimes you don't have time if you have like other jobs that you need to kind of like you really need to edit photos that you have like yeah but my ideal work day is like uh, to reach the flow what's the it's like it's it yeah I think it's called flow in English yeah the zone yeah and then just make stuff and then in the end just like okay what did i do what happened here there there and then you know suddenly and you have this sort of like this i have this project of like this clown emergencies i mentioned earlier you know like and somehow you know like somehow it all links to that in any case you know you have a strong and then you but you're not sure exactly how yet and then you just it's like a puzzle Hmm. and then you're just like building it and you don't know the picture yet Yeah, (laughs) you don't know what it's gonna like. Exactly that discovery that we talked about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But that's but like I need to tune in. I need to find the flow. So it's it's. I think just writing or meditation. Do you have moments when it's difficult to achieve that, and flow? (gasps) Yes, and also like moments when when Mm. do you overcome that, (laughs) or do you just wait it out? I just need to kind of like. Say to myself, the like, uh, chill. <laughs> it doesn't happen always. You know, it's not like a, tomorrow is a new day. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: It's that balance because you want results and at the same time you're not going to get good results by kind of just pushing and pushing and wanting and, you know, making and just doing. So you need to... It's It's just this dance between the... Between the... The mind and the flow, in a way, isn't it? Because when you're in a flow, that's ideal. Because you just do, yeah. And it's action, yeah. And I think it's hugely important to make and do, mm. and then you realize, and then you. But that's. But it's kind of like a. You might have one day that you don't have a clue what's happening, and then you know, in one second, everything becomes clear. That's how it is, isn't it? And then you have like mm. years of doing, trying to do something and it just doesn't work. Mm. I've been trying to write a script for years and it's, it's even becoming funny to me how it's not. And it's very possible that actually like in a month it might just come out in two days. You never know. You never know. And you know like you can push it and you have to push it if you have to push it. And that's fine too. And if, so it's kind of I, they aren't, it's hard to say it's aren't really normal. depends on your deadlines, deadlines are massively important. They're a big motivator yeah, for sure. yeah. But without deadlines I don't, I don't know what I <laughs> what I would be. <laughs> it's like, like, yeah, but because I mean like then it can go on and on and on and on, you know the endless so when you, you have a deadline or you have an opening day, yeah you just like someone who has to have something to put on the walls. <laughs> better
0: <laughs> yeah better to have something. I haven't tried meditation in my practice, but you're not the first person to mention that.
1: Yeah. it's just like i i it's just very kind of like uh, like fifteen minutes and just like breathing, breathe out. It's nothing kind of advanced level, you know, like people actually big time meditate or they kind of practice their whatever yoga. So it's not, that's not like me, but like uh, that works. It really works for me. It just kind of calms you down, puts things into perspective and you know, like you have to focus more clearly after the 15 minutes of meditation. Mm. And then you just kind of like uh, start like uh, doing. Yeah. Yeah, I warmly recommend. It depends uh, on your brain, really, and your nervous does system. It, does it
0: though? Does it? I think it works usually for all people meditation, if, if they maybe are it does. open to it. Yeah, maybe it just depends if they're open to it. Well, you know, how I'm using meditation is uh, just to fall asleep sometimes. Yeah, I put those guided meditations. But I have to do it in the morning. Hmm. I have tried to do yoga in the morning, and then I get so chill that I'm. What kind I'm of yoga? Oh, it's YouTube. <laughs> YouTube <bit>. yoga. It's <laughs> no, it's <laughs> usually some sort of a hatha yoga. Not, not very energizing. Yeah, that's my problem with it. That you know, I I would prefer in the morning to be energized and. But maybe it's just the wrong type of yoga for that time.
1: I don't know. I think you just really need to find your own, yeah, own tool, whatever will work for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this point, coffee is <laughs> coffee. <laughs> coffee is
1: the Coffee thing. and a little bit of running. Running is also, you know, like uh, resets your brain. Mm. I don't know if it matters that much. You know, like. And then if you go really deep in some sort of yogic science where where i'm not then it's like a different kind of level but if you just need to kind of like uh, if you just want to yeah yeah find focus
0: yeah that that doesn't need
1: too much of no it's like kind of 15 minutes of like uh, meditation and it's incredible the the effect do you go to exhibitions a lot i do but i should go more i often find myself like. God, I missed that too. But yeah, yeah, I do. I do definitely. I try to. Which which places do you usually go to? The or, usual, <laughs> very usual. The museums, the galleries. Kohta. has a interesting show. I really want to see. The one where they punched holes in the wall. I'm not. I haven't or seen so, the show some yet. Sort of a,
0: might be. I-, I went there recently, they had this um, artist book event.
1: Oh yeah, but that, yeah, I don't know if the show was on at the same time, might have been.
0: I think it was, if it was the same show, but it might have been. It was fairly recently.
1: Oh well. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then the commercial galleries, but I, I think I'm really awful, you know, it's very Helsinki-centered.
0: Mm. Well, I mean, most of the galleries are in the center, yeah. anyways. <laughs> Get that right. Although right nowadays right. there is this slight shift towards the Kalasatama area. I feel like yes,
1: there's Huta there's uh, Bay Art Society, Kohta. yeah, Make Your Mark, something else, Make Your Mark, Make Your Mark Gallery. Where is that? It's kind of in Kalasatama, Oh, uh-huh. Ah,
0: don't know that one.
1: I think it's kind of like. Um, it's like kind of street art, It mm-hmm. like a lot of shows come like or, originates from the, like street art graffiti scene.
0: No, mm, yeah. in the Suvilahti itself. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm, okay, you'll find it. <laughs> follow the graffiti. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, are there some specific artists that you like their
1: work and follow? Um, currently, I've just Perhaps. like, uh, I just started to follow, I really, my next, I would love to see this, Al Alvaro Barrington, I don't know if he's London based, uh, I really want to see Eva Beura's paintings at Forsblom, I think her paintings are somehow mesmerizing. I used to love Maya Deren's films, the avant-garde filmmaker. And, uh, oh my God, why am I suddenly, <laughs> my mind is blank.
0: If you think of somebody who would be important later on, you can just let me know. Yes, I, I can will, add them to the Sure, yeah. Would there be some other places that you get inspiration? Uh, whatever, physical spaces or even not. So you could be, where, where do you gather uh, some inspiration?
1: However so, cheesy so in this we've, question is. We've we've covered the sea already, <laughs> it's kind of like the obvious. Um, I was so, I really loved like Minna Salami's Sensuous Knowledge, I don't know if you know her book. Okay, I think mm-hmm. hear about like a few years ago, Nigerian Finnish based in London, this kind of writer. I really, really loved her book. I, mean, I was giving it to everybody, but like, uh, there was somehow like, uh, I don't know. I liked the rhythm, rhythm and the quality of the thoughts, and it was somehow like uh, it was. It talked about knowledge very kind of like beautifully and uh, challenging. Not challenging in a way, but like challenged the idea of knowledge. I think very successfully, which might not be that, you know, like uh, and it was not like over theoretical, super difficult book Mm. to read but it was very much like an easy Mm. easy read in that sense that it kind of and it was a very visual book there's this film called the elephant that's been my all-time inspiration it's just i don't know it's like it's 40 minutes experimental film I bet in northern ireland and the name is like uh there was a lot of violence and the only thing that happens in the film is that like it's a steady cam different shots no names no characters but just like uh, a person enters to a space shoots somebody and leaves and another space and another situation then they're different and it's so hypnotic it's so strong societally and it's repetitious but in different kind of like forms and it comes from like when there's an elephant in the room but nobody talks about that's Mm. where the name the title comes from but just just the elephant and Danny Boyle produced it back in back in the day so it's an old film I would love to be able to have so it touches me in very many different levels you know that like uh, repetition Mm. and seriality and uh, societal but also like uh, just like very poetic and like uh and really intense and uh and there's nothing it's just all there there's not nothing kind of like uh extra it's yeah. just that one action that's and then it's just like repeating that one action and and you don't know anything about like the well you know the context because it's like <coughs> northern ireland so uh and the situation there but still and uh that sort of like uh Reflection of time, relevance. I think was is. I keep on going back to that film like a lot. I I realize.
0: Would it be somewhere online that? Yeah,
1: I will send you the link. Yeah, Ah, it's really really. It's I I think it's kind of a.
0: Awesome.
1: Yeah, it's really really strong piece of work to me.
0: While we were talking, it just came to mind because you mentioned a lot repetition and rhythm. Mm. Have you tried
1: to make music? <laughs> no, I have not. Because that's you know, all about repetition and rhythm. But so is images and writing and uh, video work. Writing, it really is it? It's a rhythm. Hmm.
0: I haven't it seen can it that way. So
1: you know, a, a it's kind of also like if you, if you read something it has a certain particular rhythm, doesn't it? I think for some Rachel Kosk the the three book series very fascinating the way she wrote about rhythm like rhythmically Proust had a very particular rhythm (laughs) (laughs) I still haven't seen Barbie have you? Barbie? yeah yeah I saw it in the summer I'm probably the only one who hasn't seen it
0: It was surprisingly funny, I have to say. I have heard that
1: it's surprisingly good. surprisingly
0: enjoyable movie. I was very skeptical. I didn't want to go, actually.
1: I've heard those exact same words (laughs) from many people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, which is maybe a little prejudice, because why wouldn't you just want to see it? I mean, come on.
1: And then I've also heard that it was like a a Barbie, like a long Barbie ad, but surprisingly funny and relevant. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I haven't seen it yet.
0: I'd like to see, see it. You
1: should
0: see it. Yeah. It's a good thing. You don't have to dress in pink, but it's good to see it. I like pink. I might.
1: <laughs> By all means you can. But I'm probably the only one because, I mean, it's all... I'm, I'm late with that, you know. Yeah, that tra- that I mean, trend pink wave goes yeah, gone yeah, already. Yeah,
0: probably. <laughs> but yeah, it was very funny how they just came out with Oppenheimer, these
1: two completely different I haven't seen stories. Oppenheimer either.
0: Have you seen it? Yeah, recently I saw it. It's also very good yeah. in a very different way <laughs> than yeah. Barbie. But yeah, of course, it makes sense that Barbie became more of a commercial But success. they were
1: they masterfully marketed it. They started yeah. like those clips, and you know, like the visuals were just stunning, and you know, like uh, I think there was yeah, they did something really right. I
0: think also practically uh, who goes to the cinema the most it's teenagers probably yeah and they're more likely to see a film like barbie than film like Oppenheimer yeah yeah. i think and uh yeah but they're both very good so you should see them both i need to see them both i know (laughs) it's funny if you go to see them one after the other how how that would mess up your mind but (laughs) so they actually complement each other in a weird way or maybe they don't, but because they came out in the same time, I'm just connecting It was them made out. like a kind of, yeah. Mm, it seemed like. <laughs> but uh. yeah, they, they have nothing in common otherwise. No. Well, thank you so much for this nice conversation. Thank it you. It was very enjoyable
1: for me at least. <laughs> yes, same. It was really, it was lovely to meet you and talk with you.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, good luck with the secretive upcoming project. Yes. <laughs> thank you.